Audio articles on Wilson County News made possible by Richardson Brothers Chevrolet in Floresville. A memorable drink of water, an anecdote about golfer Gary Player. The Masters Golf Tournament is held in the first full week of April in Augusta, Georgia. My brother, Randall Troy Goeth, enjoyed golf. The 2022 Masters marks the 30th year since his passing, and this article is dedicated to him, said the author. The 1965 U.S. Open Golf Tournament was contested at Bellarive Country Club outside St. Louis, Missouri. The United States Golf Association was able to set up Bellarive to play as the longest course ever to host the Open at that time, and I suppose long hitters Arnold Palmer and Jack Nicklaus came to mind as favorites. Instead, it was Gary Player, the third member of the Big Three, that prevailed against Cal Nagel in an 18-hole Monday playoff, as 1965 was the first year the field did not play 36 holes on Saturday. The U.S. Open win completed Mr. Player's career grand slam. He donated the entire purse, with $20,000 contributed to junior golf and the remaining $5,000 going to cancer research in memory of his mother. June in St. Louis. Bellarive was baking in sweltering heat, but as a 17-year-old kid from La Verna, Texas, I was thrilled to be on the premises. I had visited St. Louis previously as the guest of my grandmother Goeth and seen Stan Musial play in Sportsman's Park on Grand Avenue. The opportunity to view golf's greats led me from Arnie's Army to the pairing of Sam Snead and Jack Nicklaus to Gary Player's group for a glorious but hot afternoon. We arrived at the extremely difficult par 3-6 hole, where Mr. Player hit a beautiful four-wood into the heart of the kidney-shaped green. As there was a water fountain situated near the tee box, I used my vantage point in the long line to watch the tee shot, then turned to await my place at the fountain. As the last member of the group hit, I was only a place away from a drink. I stepped forward and started to bend over for my turn when I felt a hand on my shoulder and heard someone ask, Could Mr. Player get a drink, please? Speechless, I stepped aside and there, immediately beside me, Gary Player said, Thanks, and got some water. With a smile, he turned to go, and the man behind him stepped forward. Just at that moment, with a simple gesture and a quiet voice, Mr. Player said, No, sir, this man is next. I reclaimed my spot at the fountain and drank, but, before I finished, he was gone down the fairway, leaving me with an inkling of what it was like to be near a great champion and true gentleman. Twenty-six years later, my brother, Randall, was confined to his bed in La Vernia, fighting the last few months of his fifteen-year battle with cancer. My mother was with him during the week of the senior tournament at the Dominion Golf Club near San Antonio, Texas. Gary Player had always been her favorite golfer and she and Randall were glad when I announced my intention to try to see him in action. I caught up with Mr. Player on the practice tee, where what began with Bruce Devlin asking Gary for advice turned into a 30-minute clinic that eventually drew another three or four professionals from the practice areas into a half-circle around the two. While the other pros stood silently, Mr. Player would demonstrate grip, stance and swing techniques for Mr. Devlin as they alternated hitting shots. A couple of minutes after this session, a large bucket of balls was dumped into a greenside practice bunker. As Mr. Player began to practice, it became obvious the same work ethic that applied in 1965 held strong in 1991. If a given sand shot somehow finished seven or eight feet from the pin, the next one would be stiff, without fail. Several dozen people came and went in the ensuing 45 minutes, but one gentleman stayed the course. Occasionally, Mr. Player would glance at a or around the practice area as he stretched, then went on practicing. 
man who remained asked me about some items I was holding, so I showed him the official program from the 1965 U.S. Open that my dad had bought. He was about dad's age, so he appreciated the significance. Then I showed him a copy of Mr. Player's autobiography that my sister, Melanie, had loaned to me to read, and about that time the last couple of balls joined the blanket that formed a three-foot diameter around the pen. As Mr. Player headed for the clubhouse, what had been a few-person group became a 20-to-30-odd spectator crowd, all seeking what I also came for, an autograph. Ending up third or fourth in line, I handed forward a pairing sheet from the tournament, which was signed and handed back. A little uncertain, I stepped to the back of the line. At my next turn, I handed over the autobiography, said this is for my sister, and received another signing and a small smile as I delivered heartfelt thanks. With some trepidation, I again took up a position at the back of the line. As I stepped forward the third time, I thanked him for coming to San Antonio, and said, Sir, I don't know how far your patience will go, to which he replied, Sometimes it will go a long way. As I offered the 65 open program, Mr. Player's features softened somewhat, and he grinned as he signed and I told him it was for my dad. Grace, class, kindness, champion, Gary Player. Later that same afternoon at my brother's home, I gave the autographed pairing sheet to my mother and told her and Randall about my afternoon, showing them the other signed items. It might seem natural to ask, what did you bring your brother? I brought him the story, the memory, the shared feeling of having been in the presence of a special person, and the certain knowledge of the fun that the retelling would bring to the rest of our family. Golf fan A.C. Conrad Goeth III, formerly of La Vernia, lives in the Atkins area off U.S. 87, not far from Green Acres Golf and Games.